3: The Johnson Wax Program with Fibber McGee and Molly. (laughs) The makers of Johnson's Wax and Johnson's Self-Polishing Glow Coat present Fibber McGee and Molly, written by Don Quinn, with songs by the King's Men and music by Billy Mills. The show opens with Liza. (laughs) Liza. Or seen or even signed the Consumer's Pledge being sponsored by the Government's Consumer Division. For the benefit of those who haven't seen one, here is the three point pledge women are asked to sign voluntarily I will buy carefully, I will waste nothing, I will take good care of the things I have. Now that makes sense, doesn't it? And it's good business as well as good patriotism. By all means, take good care of the things you have. Make them last longer. Save for the country, save for yourself. Now, one easy way to make things last longer is by protecting them regularly with Johnson's wax. Floors, furniture, and woodwork that are wax protected are safeguarded against dirt and wear. They're easier to clean, and they become more beautiful with each application. Genuine Johnson's wax is available in three forms: paste, liquid, and cream wax. <laughs> Fibber McGee has bought a horse. Why did he buy a horse? Because his tires were getting thin. Where is the horse? The horse is in the garage. What does Molly think of Fibber's buying a horse? She doesn't know he's bought a horse. Why doesn't he tell her? Because he hasn't thought of a good way to break the news. Well, what happens now? Don't ask us. Ask Fibber McGee and Molly.
4: Hey, Molly.
5: Yes?
4: Do you ever think what'll happen when our tires are all shot? Why, certainly. We'll
5: walk. Incidentally, how are the tires?
4: Awful. They look like burlap bags with sidewalls.
5: <laughs> well, I guess they are pretty bad. Yeah. That left front one would have blown out long ago if it weren't too proud.
4: What do you mean, proud?
5: Well, now, if you weren't inner tube, would you like to be seen wearing all
6: those patches?
4: <laughs> yeah, and that spare tire hates me. Every time I open the trunk, it hisses me. Hey, you know, I, uh, I've been wondering Maybe if we had a horse Oh, McGee, goodness, for goodness sake <laughs> Don't be ridiculous What's so ridiculous about getting a horse? I think it would be a pretty smart move, myself
5: Well, in the first place, you don't know anything about horses
4: Oh, I don't, eh? <laughs> I guess you don't remember the time the Rodale came to Peoria And I stayed on that Buck and Bronco for five and a half minutes
5: Yeah, I remember it very well I also remember what you told me afterwards. What was that? That your belt got caught over the saddle horn and you couldn't get off.
4: Well, the horse didn't know that. (laughs) Anyway, think what we'd save if we had a horse. No gasoline, no tires, no oil, no spark plugs. When I was out in the garage this morning...
5: Yeah, you didn't seem to think it was serious then. I heard you laughing fifth of us. You did? Yes. And I wish you'd tone down that laugh a little, too, McGee. You know, you sounded like a horse yourself. You practically whittied.
7: Oh, oh, I did, eh? <laughs> oh, well, I...
5: Come in. Hi, Johnny.
4: Hello, daughter. Where'd you want the hay?
7: The hay?
5: <laughs> what hay?
4: Oh, you mean the hay. Well, I'll tell you, old timer. What you waking like that for, Johnny? Got something in your eye? Huh? Yeah, but uh, it's okay now. Just, uh, just dump the hay on the back porch, old timer, and mail me a bill.
5: Okay, Johnny. On the back porch she is. Believe me. Wait a minute, boys. Now, wait a minute. What is this? Did you order some hay,
4: dearie? Uh, yes, I did, Molly. (laughs) I got kind of worried about those tires of ours, so. Oh, I I bought a bale of hay. I thought if the worst come to the worst, I could stuff the tires with hay, see?
5: What a wonderful idea. (laughs) I hate to think what a blowout would do to my asthma. (laughs) Well,
4: I thought if we had any hay left over, I could make a scarecrow for Uncle Dennis, too.
5: For Uncle Dennis?
4: Yeah. Keep the old crows away.
5: (laughs) That's pretty good, kids. But that ain't the way I heard it. The way I heard it, one fella. hey, what time is it, kid? Well, it's about a quarter after four, Mister Oldtimer. Oh,
4: good gravy! Just got time for one more delivery, then I got to clean up and call for my gal. Oh, ah, uh, sugar's a great kid. Oh, sugar, eh? You mean she's so sweet? No, she's hard to get. Well, come on, guys.
5: Okay. what did he mean by coming back and saying that? So long, Jockey.
4: Oh, I don't know. I guess it's because I'm always riding him.
2: <laughs> See, that
4: was really important. Well, I guess I'll take that hay out in the garage.
2: I'll
5: help you, dear. No, 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 no. I'll
4: do it. I'll do it. Hey, you know what, Molly? What? Now that we got some hay, what do you say we get a horse?
5: Yeah. We got a lot of ice cubes, too, so let's get a polar bear.
4: Oh, now, Molly, let's look at this thing logically.
5: Suppose we do get a horse Oh, for goodness sakes, McGee. Will you stop talking about getting a horse? In the first place, you don't know anything about taking care of one. Remember now, you were only a groom for one day.
4: Ah, there's nothing to taking care of a horse. Just give them the same care and kindness you'd give a good dog, that's all.
5: Well, now, if you think I'm going to have a horse sleeping at the foot of my bed every night.
4: (laughs) And furthermore, Mrs. McGee, I guess you forget that I was brought up on a farm.
5: I don't know why I should forget. You won't even cut the grass on the front lawn unless the almanac tells you to. (laughs) And it never has. (laughs) Well, I'm a farmer
4: boy at heart, even yet. Oh, go on. Maybe you don't remember that little team of sorrels I used to own. Prettiest horses in Illinois. Oh,
6: my. And affectionate,
4: too. Every time I'd walk over to the fence, they'd kind of kiss me and nuzzle me with their soft lips. Oh, dear. <laughs> yeah. I've often heard people say, Look at those horses, Neck McGee. <laughs> horses, Neck McGee, I was no Ah,
2: wonderful world. <laughs>
4: Horses' Ned McGee, the most masterful magnetic mug that ever maneuvered a mare over mud and macadam to make monkeys out of military majors with their mobs of motorized machinery. A muscular madcap manipulating a martingale with the marvelous meticulousness that made me the most manly mounty, methinks. From the majestic mountains of Middle Europe to the take it, Billy, I'm stuck in my stirrup.
5: What are you doing?
4: What do you mean, what am I doing? Can't a guy take a few pails of water out to his own garage without starting a lot of ugly gossip?
2: <laughs>
4: I'm, I'm, I'm washing the car. Oh. And I wish I was washing a horse. No kidding, Molly. What would you say if I went out today and bought a good horse?
5: Well, I'd just make a few offhand comments and then run upstairs and wash my mouth out with soap. <laughs> you're not going to buy a horse, are you?
4: No, I'm not. Promise? Cross my heart. I'm not going to buy a horse.
5: Good. Anyway, even if we did have one, we'd have no place to keep it. No, oh,
4: I don't know. There's plenty of room in the garage. What? There's plenty of room in the garage.
5: Well, there won't be when Mrs. Uppington's brother puts his car in there.
4: What? He can't do that. It's too crowded.
5: I thought she said there was plenty of room.
4: Well, there is uh, for one car and a horse. But if, if he thinks I'm going to turn that horse out into the cold, what? <laughs> Did I say horse? <laughs> I meant our car. Anyway, she's got a lot of nerve using our garage for her brother. Who gave her permission to put her brother in our garage?
2: <laughs>
5: and her garage is crowded, and I thought it was only neighborly.
4: Uh, neighborly my kneecap. That old moose is too tight-fisted to send her brother's car to a public garage, that's what's the matter. The way she nurses the coppers, they ought to make her police commissioner.
5: I don't know why you're so bitter, just because she wants to use our garage for a short time. Oh, gee whiz, Molly, I got a... Oh, there's Mrs. Uppington now,
4: McGee. Oh, ain't that great. <laughs> she brightens my day like a total eclipse. Now, <laughs>
5: Just the same be polite to her. Okay. Come in, Abigail. Uh, how do you do, my dear? Oh, hello, Abigail. It's so
4: nice to see you. Hi, uh, Abby. Won't you hop out of your overshoes and flop the body on a stool?
7: <laughs> oh, thank you, no. I just dropped in to thank you for letting my brother put his car in your garage. He arrives in the morning. But I insist on paying.
5: <laughs> But what is the
7: matter, Mr. McGee?
5: Well, he just swallowed some words, Abigail. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't think of letting you say now. It's worth it to me because otherwise, you know what? McGee was talking about keeping a horse in the garage.
1: A horse? How
7: splendid. Oh, you think so, Uppy? You think it might be a good idea? Huh? Oh, indeed I do, Mr. McGee. <laughs> of course, I have always been an ardent horsewoman. <laughs>
4: what did I tell you, Molly.
7: What did you tell me?
4: Remember when we met up beyond the street the other day, and I says, doesn't she look like a horse, woman?
2: <laughs>
7: well, thank you, Mr. McGee. I flatter to myself that the well-rounded sportswoman... The what sportswoman, Abigail? Well-rounded. Oh, oh, yes. <laughs> uh, yes, that the well-rounded sportswoman must do a certain amount of, uh... Horsing around?
2: Oh, <laughs> uh... <laughs> way, yes. <laughs> when
7: I was a mere girl on our plantation in Virginia... Tobacco? Uh, no, no, thank you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but
7: uh, as I was saying, my father insisted that every gentlewoman must know how to ride. Consequently, I said day after day on the bridal paths, <laughs>
4: <laughs> And night after night at the
2: osteopaths. <laughs> Such
5: a tease, really. <laughs> ah, he's more monkey than a barrel of fun.
2: <laughs>
4: well, Uppy, it's nice to meet a fellow horsewoman. I used to be a trick rider in a circus, you know.
7: Oh, really, sweetie?
4: Absolutely. You should ought to have seen me galloping furiously around the ring and then leaning way over to pick up a handkerchief in my teeth.
2: Oh, how
7: fascinating. Yeah. Then you rode around again, I suppose, and picked up your teeth in a handkerchief. <laughs>
5: Used to stand on your head in the saddle and ride around McGee. Oh, that is the best
4: trick I done, Uppy. Uh, not hanging on to the reins or anything. Feet in the air, head on the saddle, going around the ring at a full canter.
7: On your head? How utterly what helpful. What do you mean helpful? Well, they say that horseback riding is the best way to reduce the fat parts of the body. <laughs>
5: you could tell she's a horsewoman, Fat... a McGee. (laughs) Just look at the way she carries herself.
4: Yeah, what a carriage. Just the right kind of a figure to pull it, too. (laughs) Well, anyway, she likes the idea of me getting a horse. You see, Molly, then, if our tires do go flat... If
5: our tires do go flat, we'll walk. And that's flat, too. Now, let's stop all this silly talk about getting a horse.
4: Well, if you only knew...
5: If I only knew what?
4: If if you only knew how cheap I could get a good horse, and, and how easy he is or uh, would be to take care of.
5: Hello there, folks. Hello, Mister Wilcox.
3: Hi, Harlow. Hey, what's this about you buying a horse, Fibber?
5: Well, I won't let him do it, Mister Wilcox. I think it's foolish. But I thought he already. Never mind what you thought I already, Harlow. I promised
4: Molly I wouldn't buy a horse, but I saw a harness man downtown. Well, do I hear what that? harness man
2: says.
4: Every time he opens his mouth, he puts his knee foot in it. <laughs>
5: there's something very strange going on around here, McGee. Huh? Look me in the eye. Are you or are you not going to buy a horse? I am not. What was it you heard, Mr. Wilcox?
4: Well, I heard that... Oh, gossip, 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 gossip. (laughs) You spend so much time in kitchens demonstrating glow-coat, Harlow, that you're getting to be a regular old biddy. (laughs)
3: Now, wait a minute, pal. I'm on your side. Huh? I think if you buy a horse to save your tires, it's very smart. Oh. I'm strictly a guy that believes in making what you've got last longer and go farther. Yeah? This is a time for conserving. Now, you take Johnson's self-polishing glow coat, for instance. All right.
4: You'll have to speak good and loud, Harlow. I smoked corn silk when I was a kid, and it stunted my ears.
3: <laughs> All right, but this <laughs> Okay, but there's no kidding about this. Yes. The time has come when we've all got to take better care of our things, protect them in every way possible. And there's no better way to protect all wood and enamel surfaces than with Johnson's wax and linoleum with Johnson's self-polishing glow coat. I could go into a long talk about morale in the home, too, but everybody knows the value of a bright and spotless home.
5: Mr. Wilcox, you think our home would be any more bright and cheerful with a horse in it? I ain't
4: keeping it in the house. I'm keeping it in the... (laughs) What were you
3: going to say, Harlow? Oh, nothing. But my brother asked me to give you one of his cards. Here. Well, I'll see you later, folks. Well, let me
5: see that card, McGee. Yes. Paul Wilcox. Horseshoeing and blacksmithing. We mend harness, file teeth, braid, tails, and carry a complete line of straw hats.
4: (laughs) Here, here, hey, don't tear that up. I want that.
5: What for? You told me you weren't going to buy a horse. I
4: know. Now, look, Molly, let's talk this thing over. If we had a horse... We
5: haven't got a horse, and we're not going to get a horse, and I don't want to talk any more about a horse.
4: Is that clear, dearie? I, I guess so. But gee whiz, if you'd only... Hey, where are you going? I'm
5: going out in the backyard and hang up some clothes. Oh, don't go near the garage. Why not? Oh,
4: well, I, I got all that hay in there to stuff the tires with, and, well, it might catch on fire or something.
5: Oh, I'll be careful. I rarely hang up the washing with a blowtorch in my hand. <laughs> I declare if you don't think up the silliest things to worry about.
4: Oh, why did I ever purchase that Percheron? I should have stolen it. <laughs> I couldn't feel any more like a horse thief than I do now. When Molly finds out, I got that nag Hi, out Hi,
6: mister. Oh,
4: hello, sis. Go away, will you? <laughs> I got worries enough without you drawing away with your juvenile jabber. Go on, go away. Go home. Go anywhere.
6: Gee, what you worried about, mister? I should sure think you'd be happy. You would? Well, gee, I'd be happy if I had a pony, I betcha. Maybe you would. <laughs> what was that?
4: You think I got a pony? Me
6: sure, and a dandy big one, too. I saw that in your garage.
4: Oh, my gosh. Now, look, mm-hmm. it's not so loud. I'm, I'm trying to keep it a secret from Mrs. McGee for a while. It's, 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 it's a surprise.
6: Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's going to be a dandy surprise, too, I bet you.
4: <laughs> it sure is. It's going to be the darnest... Hey, how did you know I had a horse in the garage? What are you snooping around there for?
6: Well, Willie Toops and me were playing catch, and...
4: Willie Toops and I, sis?
6: It was not. It was just Willie Toots and me. You weren't even there, I betcha. Okay,
4: okay, let it go.
6: I did. And it rolled into your garage, and I went in to get it, and cheaper. was I ever surprise, I betcha. A green and white horse.
4: Green and white? No, no, he's pure white.
6: He's green and white now, Mister. Huh? Willie tried to climb up on his back and knocked over a can of paint. See, <laughs> did he ever look funny? Well,
4: you wait till I get my hands on Willie. And you and Willie stay out of my garage, will you? That horse might kick you. Then what would you do?
6: I'd kick him back. Oh,
4: no, no. That ain't the proper attitude. Hey, to...
6: Mister, do all horses eat straw? Hmm, do they? Hmm, do they?
4: Horses don't eat straw, sis. Mm-hmm. They eat hay. They sleep on straw.
6: Your horse eats straw, I bet you.
4: Oh, no, he doesn't.
6: <laughs> oh, yes, he does. <laughs> oh,
4: no, he doesn't.
6: Oh, yes, he does. Oh,
4: no. Well, how do you know? There's no straw in the garage. Oh, no? Huh?
6: <laughs> what do you think the seat covers in your car were made of? French pastry? <laughs>
3: Ay, ay, ay. Ay, ay, ay. Ay, ay, oh, I am a gay caballero. Ay, ay. Coming from Rio de Janeiro. Ay, ay. Nice oily hair and full of hot air. I'm an expert in throwing the I aye, aye. Oh, I am a pastañonita. Si, si. Not thin, and yet not too much meat. But si, si. this Argentine guy just gave me the eye. I'll sweep her right off of her feet, says he. I'll
2: tell her I'm of the nobilio. Aye, aye. And live in the Spanish Castilio. I must have a miss. Who long for a kiss and not say. Take... Oh, don't be so silly, oh. They went to a swell cabaretta, while whining and dining, they met them. They drank one or two, as other folks do. The night was wet, and they were wet. Dear senor, my name is Estrella. Oh, please, stick around me, young fella. Mosquitoes, they bite, they're vicious tonight. And you smell like citronella. Aye, 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 I swear. But if it was a sin, I still hear the birds singing, Tweet, 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 now I... I trifle with love. And, and that is the end of the end of the gay cabalier.
4: Boy, I hope Molly don't take a sudden urge to go into the garage. Maybe I can sneak that horse out of there Oh, help,
2: Mickey! help! Do
5: that. Please, get your gun, McGee. What's the matter? Molly? What's the matter? Take it easy. There's something in the garage. It's a monster. Oh, it's horrible. Oh, heavenly day. Oh, calm
4: yourself, Molly. Calm yourself. I think I can explain everything. You
5: can't explain a brute with long ears and a green face and terrific big eyes.
4: Oh, it's just a horse.
5: And I don't care for the whole thundering herd of... Oh, what
2: was that? A horse?
4: Sure. H-O-A-R-S-E. Horse.
5: It's mine. I bought it. You bought it? Yes. But, McGee, you promised. I know. You told me you wouldn't, and well. then you... Oh, you've deceived me. Yes. No, I
4: didn't deceive you. I bought that nag long before you made me promise. I, I was going to tell you, but you were so dead set against it. I, well, gee whiz, I... Didn't...
6: Come in.
1: Oh. Oh, hello, folks. Oh. Hi, no,
6: Wimple.
5: Mr. Wimple, what did we do for you?
1: Oh, nothing, Mrs. McGee. I just got uh, by to say hello. Hello. Bye. Hello. Besides, Sweetie Face is busy at the house teaching Jew Gibson to some soldiers. Oh,
5: that can be pretty dangerous, can it, Mr. Wimple?
1: Oh, indeed it can, Mrs. McGee. Sweetie Face told me once that with simple leverage, you can snap a man's arm like a dry twig. Hmm. I bet you
4: were pretty careful after that.
1: Well, wouldn't you be with your arm in a plaster case?
5: Well, anyway, I think it's nice
1: that she's teaching our soldiers how to take care of themselves. Oh, yes. It's just wonderful, Mrs. McGee. And nearly half of them take the full course. Hmm. How about the other half? Huh. Oh, they'll be all right, Mr. McGee, in time.
6: <laughs> I sometimes think
5: that your wife doesn't realize her own strength, Mr. Wimble. Did you ever think
1: of that? Oh, often, Mrs. McGee. In fact, just this evening, when she was instructing those soldiers, I said to her, Sweetie face, I said... I don't believe you know your own strength. And she turned her little dimpled face to me and said, Oh, Wallace, I do too. And then? Oh, nothing much. But did you ever get hit in the face with a mess, Sergeant?
4: A dog's life, he leads.
5: Never mind the dogs. I want to know about this horse. Well, I
4: think we ought to keep it, Molly. In the first place, I only paid 75 bucks
2: for him. Heavenly and...
5: day $75. That's ridiculous. Huh? And worse than that, it's unpatriotic to keep a horse now. What you mean? Think of all the glue that's needed for the back of defense stand.
2: Oh.
4: <laughs> this horse ain't anywhere near ready for the glue works. He's a fine animal in perfect condition and all for the love of Mike. Come in.
5: Oh, hello, Mayor Latrivia. Good
4: day, Mrs. McGee. Hello, McGee. Have you a horse? Latrivia, the way you get right to the point, somebody in your family must have been frightened by a pencil sharpener. Yes, I got a horse. So what? I wish to purchase it. So. No, 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 no. Wait a minute. I don't want to sell. Anyway, what do you want it for, Latrivia? In
3: view of the rubber shortage, McGee, the city council has decided to supplement our motorized fire equipment with horse-drawn vehicles. I'm empowered to offer you any fair price for your horse.
5: Name it and you can have it, Mr. Mayor. McGee, only paid. Never mind
4: what I paid. Molly hasn't even seen the horse.
5: Oh, haven't I? That
3: green face, brute. Well, Latrivia hasn't seen it. Well, oh, very well. Let's take a look, McGee. Uh, where is it?
5: It's in the garage, where it's probably kicked the radiator off the car by this time. Come, Mr. Mayor. I think you're going to get the bargain of your life. <laughs> mm, <don't>
4: why.
3: <laughs> ah, a green and white horse. Very decorative. Yeah. You know?
4: Some kids spilled some paint on him, trivia Shows how gentle he is that he didn't raise heck about uh, will it. Will you take a hundred dollars for Sure I will, but... See, there's no fun selling a horse right off the bat like that. Let's stick her a while. Well, all right, if you promise to come back to $100. (laughs) Oh, we'll wind up at $100. (laughs) But first, we ought to argue a while. (laughs) I don't get to sell a horse every day, you know.
2: (laughs) Come
5: on, sit down on the bench here, and we'll kick it around. Hey,
4: Molly, be careful. He might kick you. I'm
5: not afraid of him. You go talk to the mayor. Hello there, you big bag of alfalfa. Are you ever winning my husband into buying you is the greatest mystery I... Oh, you poor thing. Who poured that paint all over you? Yes, it's a dirty shame, that's what it is. You wait till Mother gets some turpentine. I'll clean it all off now. <laughs> ah, stop nuzzling me, you big baby. <laughs> Don't look at me like that with those big brown eyes.
1: Yes, wudgy, wudgy, wudgy. <laughs>
5: Now, don't you go away now. Mother's going in and get you a nice big carrot. Oh,
4: if you still insist on a hundred, Latrivia, take him away. Well, very well, McGee. We'll pick him up tonight. You do
5: know such a thing?
3: Huh? I beg your pardon, Mrs. McGee. We're
5: going to keep this horse. Look how lone to me looks. What he needs is a good home. Oh, but, Molly, with the car in here, it's so crowded. And that's another thing. Get that car out of here and give this poor horse some room. <laughs>
3: this new wartime went into effect, I've heard several women say they didn't know whether they were getting their husbands breakfast or supper. Not that they were complaining. Like all of us, they're glad of a chance to help save electric power. Glad to help in any way, big or little. In connection with daylight saving, may I make a helpful suggestion? Your kitchen will be more cheerful on dark mornings if you keep it protected with Johnson's Glow Coat. It will sparkle like new, colors will be bright and fresh, and it will be protected too against wear and scuffing feet. In fact, the regular use of Glow Coat will make your linoleum last 5 times longer than if it were unprotected. Glow Coat is called self-polishing, which means that it needs no rubbing or buffing. It's a tremendous labor saver. You simply apply and let dry. But to get Glow Coat results, be sure to buy the real Johnson Self-Polishing Glow Coat. <laughs>
5: to sell that lovely creature for a mere hundred dollars. For shame, dearie. <laughs> well,
4: gee whiz, Molly. You were
5: the one who... Never mind that. <laughs> it would be simply brutal to turn that... Uh, yeah. uh, uh, by the way, what's the horse's name, McGee? McGee, what's his name? Lillian. Oh. Oh. <laughs>
3: Carla Wilcox, speaking for the makers of Johnson's Wax Finishes for Home and Industry, inviting you to be with us again next Tuesday night. Good night. No program of better car maintenance is complete if it overlooks the paint job. You've got to take care of the outside as well as what's under the hood. And you can do it easily with Johnson's Car New, the labor-saving polish that both cleans and polishes in one application. Two jobs at once with a minimum of work. Carnew, made by the makers of Johnson's Wax, gains in popularity every month. Your car looks like new when you use Carnew, spelled C-A-R-N-U. This program came to you from Hollywood. This is the National Broadcasting Company.